Hello, and welcome to our podcast. It's your favorite podcast, and it's called Cosplay and Cocktails. This is Paige. And I'm Jesse, as always. As always. Um, guys, we have such a cool episode for you today. It is spooky season, and we are so excited. Yeah. So, um, actually, this is a great time to introduce our special guest for the episode, who is going to tell you what our cocktail is because she came up with it. Miranda, welcome. Our spooky, spooky friend, Miranda. Thank you guys for having me back again. I'm so excited to chat, chat with you again during spooky season. Well, we could not think of anybody better to have on uh, for our Halloween episode than the queen of Halloween herself. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, so why don't you tell everybody uh, your spooky cocktail? Yes. Well, it is relatively simple and it is something that I have been addicted to this year. Um, I have to give credit where credit is due. My friend Midge Munster, who has a lovely YouTube channel, um, she was drinking it on an Instagram live early on in the season. And I was just like, this just sounds delicious. I need to make these again. Um, So it's a apple cider mimosa. And so you just buy your favorite apple cider Mine for a really long time has been the, it's a honey crisp apple cider that you can find at Trader Joe's. Um, Haven't been able to track that down this year, but I do like one part apple cider, two parts champagne, Prosecco, sparkling wine of your choice and mix lightly and enjoy. (laughs) Do you garnish with anything fun or exciting? Is there any kind of cute like garnishes that you've used for different uh, fall parties and stuff before? Um, in the past, you know, a little apple slice is always really nice, um, especially when I was doing the Honeycrisp one. Um, so just a little, you know, thin slice of Honeycrisp or even just floating a, a slice of Honeycrisp apple um, in the drink too is really fun. Um, and you could always do the cinnamon sugar rim, you know, do a little bit of corn syrup around the edge and then just dust it in cinnamon sugar and you have a little, a little something extra to make it a little sweet. Ooh, that would be cute. Uh, Jesse, you also have a slightly different uh, spooky fall-ish cocktail. Uh, yeah, it's basically uh, the same as Miranda's. Uh, it's apple cider, and instead of sparkling wine, I used a wine that we got at our local wine fest, which Ooh, is hot, hot honey wine. So it's a little bit spicy. I used a dry apple cider since the wine was a little bit sweeter. Uh, adds a little bit of spiciness. It's all right. I got an apple slice on there, and I also garnished... I tried to garnish it with a Reese pumpkin, but Target did me real dirty. Oh, <laughs> no. Target. They, I did a pickup order, and the Reese pumpkins that I received were unacceptable. <laughs> so <laughs> they were <laughs> melted together. They were no longer pumpkin shaped. Oh, they were no. rectangles. You know what you do with those, Queen of Halloween here. You throw them into like maybe some brownies or like find some recipe for like leftover Halloween candy out on the internet and repurpose them that way. And then you have the satisfaction of knowing it's the pumpkin ones, even though they weren't pretty. There you go. I mean, that is a good idea. What I did with them was I just ate them anyway and was mad about it. (laughs) Well done. That works too. I just (laughs) saltily ate them is what I did. So uh, yeah, that's my... That's my cocktail for this evening, a spicy, <laughs> spicy apple cider uh, concoction. Uh, um, Jesse, do you have that segment that isn't new anymore? I, you got to figure out a better <laughs> intro for question. It really Jessie, isn't new anymore. Jesse, like isn't there, isn't there just something that you've been just dying to ask? That works don't you, aren't you just aren't you just like the most <laughs> curious cat that's ever lived God. not that scratch that something's on my mind that means question time i'm gonna ask you a question uh this is a listener question uh that i slightly modified so my question is what is your favorite witch movie Oh, oh That's my gosh. Which is Jesse, you go first. Uh, you know, I thought about it a lot. Uh, as, as one does. Probably either I couldn't, either The Craft or Suspiria. Oh, I don't think I've seen Suspiria. I like, there's two Suspirias. 
I like um, the dancing in it. It's very similar to my style of dancing where like something evil is summoned from a dark, damp <laughs> cellar when it happens. Like it looks like your back is breaking. Um, so like I like Suspiria dancing. Uh, and the craft has like nostalgia factor. So I like those two. It'd be probably the craft beats out Suspiria just because uh, I think dancing and music aside the new Suspiria Tom York did the music for so it's really good Ooh, yeah but it would be music interjection yeah I literally like that's that's probably what I'll do on Halloween this year is drink an entire bottle of, when I get no trick-or-treaters I'll get all sad then Aww. I'll drink an entire bottle of wine I'll put on the Suspiria soundtrack and do weird dances in the living room well, I cannot wait for that <laughs> um so Miranda do you want to go ahead and go Jesse knows my answer so I'll I'll save the suspense. Well, you better not say what you better not. Better not be thinking what I think you might be thinking. (laughs) Well, I will say thank you for giving me time to think because I definitely had a list like pop up in my head immediately. So I'm just gonna say, since we said movie specifically, that will take Chilling Adventures of Sabrina out of the Ah, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I was gonna say a TV show. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, but yes, that wasn't that the question. Was, so yeah, for me, hands down, that would win. But we're not talking TV shows; we're talking movies. So I think I'm gonna have to go Practical Magic, just because there are so many elements of Jillian and Sally that I identify with. Um, and just as I've been watching that more and more, just even in the last couple of years, um, or revisiting, I guess I should say, I just find myself feeling uh, more and more like the two of them in different ways. And I just, yeah, I mean, it's just such a fantastic movie story book too. If you didn't know that it was a book, I didn't tell very recently. So it's just a great story all around. Miranda, fun story. So Sheila emailed us about this. The the Uh, original, it was actually an Instagram story. Sheila, Red Shoes, Red Wine, our sweet, sweet friend. She posted an Instagram story that said, uh, okay, serious question practical magic or hocus pocus and i immediately messaged her and i was like that's not fair rude i'm mad at you oh i just put her on last reposted it with how dare you and all yes (laughs) and so i said here here's my thoughts i love hocus pocus for the nostalgia for the um you know like it's kooky and it's it's one that i like watching with my kids we actually just watched it earlier this week like i i love it but practical magic just hits so many points for me and nostalgia is part of it but like I just I just it's got the vibe that I love in a movie and it's corny and it's terrible that's the vibe so (laughs) so so Jesse had never seen it so Sheila emails Jesse this question I Sheila and I have a conversation and then Sheila emails Jesse and is like okay here's a question for you and Jesse and her have a, a similar conversation. And Jesse's like, oh, I've never seen Practical Magic. I'll have to, I'll have to watch it. So we go to a wine fest that day. Yeah, I agreed to do this under the influence of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, yeah, we're going to watch it. We're sending Sheila videos and stuff. And so Jesse comes over and we sit down and watch it. And my husband joins us. And the two of them hated on that movie so hard the whole time and I agree like there are corny like plot like there's a lot Uh, going on I mean yes yes it's (laughs) It's important again here here is my what I would say is my legitimate we did a little uh I would say Paige's husband and I did our own uh Mystery, like mystery science, science theater, theater. yeah <laughs> actually looking up if there was a riff tracks of it that we could watch while we were watching it so riff tracks yeah. if you guys don't know is the guys who did mystery science theater they now do riff tracks which is just the audio and you watch the movie on your own uh because it's cheaper to do the rights that way anyway um they he was looking for that it my problem with it i think if i had watched it as a kid i would like it a lot more it's the same like if i watched hocus pocus for the first time right now i'd probably hate it too uh the the writing was not it's not good it is poor <laughs> the acting i have no problem with the acting there's a bunch of like diane weiss stellar uh stalker channing uh the lady that i thought was julia roberts she's also good in the film. And sandra bullock uh, yeah. sandra bullock yeah i know that she's famous but you know like not for 
the only thing I have seen was the movie that Jericho kept referencing of the lake house. Oh gosh. <laughs> it was not a film that I enjoyed. I didn't like that. Jimmy, by all, in, in a reasonable world, Jimmy would be a vampire. It bothers me so extremely <laughs> that Jimmy is not a vampire. Jimmy should we be actually, so Miranda, you mentioned that it was a book when you answered. Yes. Um, we actually looked it up because Jesse was like, I've got to know what was going through people's minds on this. And she's like, oh, there's like 80 writers on it. There were three different separate writers on the film. So I think that's the problem with the writing. It just, yeah. it's, it's, it's not even that any of the writing is that bad it's, it's just, just all like, over the place right the tone is not consistent throughout the film i would it, yeah i would agree with that yeah and yeah. i agree the with that too is, but like i said it's i still enjoy it a whole hell of a lot I, like so. I, think, I think it's again the craft if i watched it today or hocus pocus if i watched it today probably would think the same thing like this is right bad right. this doesn't make any sense it's the, the tone is everywhere because the tone of Hocus Pocus is kind of everywhere. Yeah. Too. Like it's lighthearted and funny, but also like literally child murder. Right. So, <laughs> you know, let that part's less lighthearted and funny. And then like, oh, but the mom's Madonna. Ha ha. Like, so. um, but when we were looking it up to try to make Jesse like calm her down a little bit, she was <laughs> like, oh, it used to be a book. And then we looked it up and it's like, okay, but the book really isn't that similar. And then no, she yeah. was really stuck, which I want, I want to read the book now, but she was really stuck on Jimmy. She was like, is he supposed to be a vampire? Cause like her and my husband were like, he's a vampire. He's a vampire. They'd ne never seen it. And I was like, he's not a vampire. There so many references no, I think <laughs> being a vampire. It infuriates me. That he's not I mean, I think it's heavily implied that he's like the devil incarnate with, you know, the tequila bottle and everything. But. Right. He's a vampire incarnate. <laughs> <laughs> so world. we looked it up and there's a whole Reddit that's like why he should have been a vampire. <laughs> like, yeah, just, he does look very It really sent us when he talks about down. being from Transylvania, he talks about them being together for quote eternity. Yeah. He's a flipping vampire. <laughs> like people that aren't vampires don't do that. Um, so we're gonna jump into the episode. Miranda, do you want to tell everybody what we're gonna chat about today? Sure. Um, so in case you don't know me already, I'm Miranda and I run SpookyLittleHalloween.com. So I'm a blog celebrating October 31st all year. Yes, Halloween all year. <laughs> um, and I know we're kind of going into yet another Halloween season that's a little bit different than what we're all used to and probably, you know, what we all would like to be celebrating at this point. Um, and this life experience we're all continuing to go through together. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about um, just ideas for um, how you can celebrate Halloween safely. And, you know, whether you're feeling like you want a whole bunch of people over or you're still kind of going with small groups, just lots of different options. Awesome. Um, so what did you do last year for Halloween 2020? What what did you end up doing? I, I had a very small gathering with uh, my brother, sister-in-law, and niece and nephew. I went over to their house for the day on Halloween. Um, and I, for 10 years, threw this huge party for my friends I called Halloweeny Roast. Um, and I hadn't done it. I didn't do it in 2019 because um, I was using my parents' backyard. They retired. They moved. It's a whole thing. Um, but... <laughs> When I showed up last year, my niece was so excited to tell me, Aunt Rana, we're going to do a Halloween -y roast. And so we hung out for the day, um, just had like did some fun Halloween activities. And then in the evening, we all put on our costumes. We went out in the backyard. We roasted hot dogs over the, the charcoal grill. And then the kids did uh, glow in the dark trick or treating in the backyard. And it was not what I'm used to, but it was a really nice kind of alternative. Um, and it was nice to have a little bit of that, you know the fun bonfire party that I'm used to um, with these kiddos because they were both so excited about it. Yeah, we did something similar at our house. We just, instead of trick-or-treating, which we normally just trick-or-treat our friends and family close by anyway, but we just had everybody over for a bonfire outside and everybody dressed up and brought the kids candy and it was it was I was like can we do this every year instead of trick-or-treating like this reverse trick-or-treating right exactly like <laughs> exactly and then Jesse actually came over that evening and we watched scary movies so oh perfect Miranda what is that one thing that you think no matter the size or the um 
you know, circumstances that are going on around the Halloween party, what is one thing that you think is super important for every Halloween party? <sighs> I have to say my favorite thing. And I mean, it just is, it isn't Halloween until this happens is carving a pumpkin. And I know that's maybe not practical at a Halloween party, but something fun to do leading up to a Halloween party. Um, it's I've done contests in the past where I've had my friends carve their own pumpkins and bring them with them to the party. And we've, you know, had a blind vote um, where everybody, you didn't know whose pumpkin was whose and you got to pick which one you liked best and stuff. So it just, I mean, it's just such a classic part of Halloween. And I love that, you know, anybody, any age, any skill level, whether you're actually carving or, you know, maybe painting, decorating in some other way, like there's just so many ways to get creative with it. And it's just to me, jack-o'-lanterns are Halloween. Yeah, I mean, Jesse actually goes, uh, she obviously not this year, um, but there's a jack-o'-lantern, you tell her, oh, I'm going to butcher it. Festival. Oh. Uh, yeah, Louisville, Kentucky has, I think it's called the Jack-o'-lantern Spectacular. They got more jack-o'-lanterns than any other place in the world. I don't know if that's an accurate fact. They got a lot of jack-o'-lanterns, like thousands. I think usually like three, four thousand, something like that, at least 2,500. Yeah, there's one um, up in Sleepy Hollow. It's one of my like bucket listings for Halloween, but Sleepy Hollow, New York has the uh, the great jack-o'-lantern blaze, I believe is the official name of it. Uh, so similar, but I know that there's other events like that. Like I know, so I live in Houston. I know there's one up in Dallas. Um, and there's, there's several of them around the country. Um, I, I'm sure they all vary in size and stuff, but yeah, I've never been to one, but Oh my gosh, what a dream. Just jack-o'-lanterns as far as the eye can see. That sounds amazing. I'm going to, when are we going, Jesse? I'm coming along. <laughs> <laughs> so Miranda, why don't you just jump in and start telling us kind of how you would go about planning something this year or last year? Yeah. So um, one of the things I did last year when it became clear that, you know, Halloween just wasn't going to be the Halloween that we were all used to. Um, I came up with an idea, a list of ideas for what I called micro parties. So kind of like 10 people or less. And funnily enough, it was something that I had kind of done in 2019 already, just because my October was so busy. Um, I went away on vacation uh, the last week of October leading up to Halloween. Uh, so I just had a couple of friends over one night to do a, a movie night. And then I had another group of friends come over a couple of weeks later and we had a Halloween game night. Um, and I mean, it wasn't a huge group by any means because I live in a smaller apartment in an older building. So I just don't have space for, you know, the 50 plus people I was inviting to my parties before. Uh, so both of those worked out really well. And my mom likes to joke that with my party themes, I'm always a trendsetter. I didn't mean to set the trend of micro parties or even virtual parties, but here we are. <laughs> so um, I think for uh, if you wanted to host something smaller maybe you're you know not sure about getting a ton of people together having a huge party if you've done that in the past I think that could be a really fun way to go and there's I mean just center it around an activity I think there's so many different things that you can do we've kind of thrown out a couple um, you know we were talking about having a bonfire inviting people over um, just to keep everybody outdoors which is still a great idea so I think that's just a super simple, easy, easy approach. Uh, maybe having a, a pumpkin carving party or a decorating party of some sort, if that's your jam, do that like on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon when the weather is really beautiful and you can enjoy the, the weather outside. We don't, we don't get that down here in Texas until like you know, <laughs> December. So <laughs> that's a dream for me. Um, so I do have another idea too for a micro party. I feel like you guys would appreciate this. So I'm not a huge wine drinker. I typically stick to the sparkling stuff, you know, Prosecco, Champagne, all that. Uh, but I think doing like a, a wine and candy pairing party could be really fun. And I think that's something too, if like you're not quite ready to like get back out in the world or if you have friends spread across the country, friends and family, like that's something you can very easily do on zoom too and just have everybody like everybody gets assigned a candy maybe a like kind of classic halloween candy or they pick their favorite and then they have to find a wine or you could do the same with like maybe a fall beer um or even just like a mocktail too if you know drinking is not your jam though you may be lost if you're listening to this podcast on that one <laughs> um but you know just doing something like that and i think you can kind of bridge the gap too and still celebrate with people who aren't in your immediate area and, and kind of have kind of have some halloween fun that way too that's a really neat idea. Have you ever done that before? 
I haven't. That is one that is on my, my, also on my Halloween bucket list. Um, and I'd probably go the route of, you know, maybe pumpkin beer before I do the wine and and candy, just because I'm not a huge wine drinker, but I think it'd be really fun. Yeah. That's a really cool idea. I've never thought of that before. Um, so, okay. I have a really important question that's been eating at me. Have you, do you require costumes to all of your parties? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Can I we tell you that. why? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, okay. So going back to our, our movie picks. Um, so I have always, I've always wanted to have a party kind of like the one in Hocus Pocus almost honestly I say that a lot um but that's just kind of in my head like the be all end all of what I think a Halloween party should look like with crazy costumes and just fun music and just tons of people like that's that's what I want to achieve someday um and so I kind of accidentally started my own Halloween party it was just me and a couple friends having a roasting hot dogs over the fire in the backyard the night before Halloween like more than a decade ago now and my mom just kind of named it, oh, we'll have the girls over for Halloween roast. And I was like, oh, that's really cute. And we enjoyed it so much that I did it again the next year. And I was like, okay, it's Halloween. My friends will dress up. And they did, but they kind of half-assed it. Like their costumes were okay. Mine was just okay too. I'll say that about myself so that I'm included in that. So I was like, okay, how do I like get people to actually dress up and participate? So the third year that I hosted it, I did a theme and I called it um, the masquerade and I wanted everybody to make their own um, mask basically. Um, And everybody responded and like came up with all these really cool, beautiful masks. It was so much fun to have everybody over. And so I was like, okay, we're going to keep doing this. We'll keep giving them the theme. And year after year, my friends just kept like hitting it out of the park with their costumes. And I mean, we wouldn't even be like 20 minutes into the party and somebody would be like, okay, so what's next year's theme? What are we doing next year? And then everybody would spend half the party talking about their costume ideas for the following year. If I already had a theme, which I almost always did. Uh, But yeah, so costumes are required uh, if you're coming to, to one of my Halloween parties. And yeah, it's, I think giving a theme kind of helped all my friends as adults, like give them direction and encourage them to actually like go the extra mile and do something really awesome. Yeah. I find with people that, you know, not, aren't necessarily cosplayers, they, you know, like the idea of it, but they have a hard time with coming up with Halloween costumes and they feel now not every, like my family loves to dress up and they're not cosplayers. So like, that's not hard. But, you know, there, there are other people I know that are like, oh, gosh, you want us to dress up? Like, what would we even do? And I'm like, literally anything. Liter- but the, giving yeah. them some direction seems like a really good, like, starting point for them. Yeah, for sure. It's worked. I mean, it worked really well the year. And they just kept, it was kind of, you know, once they saw everybody else's costumes, too, it kind of became a competition of, okay, how can I outdo this person? How can I outdo that person? Um, there was one year I did, and I was a little worried about this theme because I love this movie dearly, even though it's it's just terrible. Uh, but I was I knew a lot of my friends didn't quite have the same love for it that I did or had never seen it. Um, so my, I think fourth, maybe fifth year, I did um, a Rocky Horror Picture Show theme. Um, and I dressed up as Janet, like classic innocent Janet in the beginning. Yes. Um, and had the best time putting that costume together. And I was a little bit nervous and I always said, you know, if you don't want to go with the theme, you can just like dress up in any costume that you want. So a lot of my friends kind of went the other direction that year. Uh, But my one friend, Amanda, she, so the the artist of the group, uh, she got really creative with it and she came dressed as all the props. I think she had like a, a newspaper skirt that she had made and like had, uh, toast points tied in her hair for like the, the point where you throw it when you know frame printer says a toast uh-huh. and you throw toast uh-huh. at the screen like just all the little quirky things that you do when you're watching Rocky Horror um and it was like it just was the it was that costume was so much fun that is amazing creativity. yeah uh no we love Rocky Horror so uh Jesse yeah. won't shame you for that one okay good no I was <laughs> when you said oh like you were describing it I was going through trying to figure out what it was so what I, it could possibly be so she could prepare herself right you're exactly right so I could not make a noise like no. <laughs> no, no that's that's a favorite of ours too um, so Miranda what is your favorite oh, I want like favorite themes not necessarily top favorite but like what are your favorite themes that you've done for costumes 
I always, I think I kind of err towards the side of pop culture for a lot of mine. Um, so I'm trying to think like I've, I think almost all my themes that I did for parties were pop culture. And the one that I am desperate to do, because um, if I, if it went, when, I should say, not if, when I throw my next Halloween rose, it will be number 11. And I am a huge fan of Stranger Things. So I really want to do a Stranger hey. Things themed party. Um, so yeah, that's pop culture. Uh, my Harry Potter theme party was really fun. Everybody did amazing costumes for that. I had a really fun time doing just all the time, like the, the candles hanging from the ceiling. Oh yeah. A, like a trivia game that we played. I divided everybody up into houses when they arrived. I had a, you know, upside down witch hat with pins for all the houses. Everybody drew out their, their house colors. That was our sorting hat basically. Um, so, I mean, that was, it just was fun to find ways to tie in, um, tie in, you know, the storylines with that one. Um, gosh, no. Now I'm thinking some of the last ones that I did too, I think it was actually the first one um, that our friend Sheila came to. Um, so it was a villains themed party. I wanted Ooh. everybody to dress up as their favorite baddie. Um, and that one was really fun seeing that, like everybody did a really amazing job with their costumes that year. So um, that, and that one was kind of just more of a general theme. And it was, it was really entertaining seeing everybody's take on that word too because so like I, I went as a more modern looking Maleficent but I've always mm-hmm. wanted to do you know the the horns and I made my own staff um, with like the crow and made my own glowing um, green ball it's actually it's probably <laughs> broken to pieces at this point from being shuffled around my storage unit but it's still in there um but that was really fun. I had another friend come as Poison Ivy. Another friend um, came as Cru- Cruella. Um, and with her, her, I think her son was like six, maybe month, eight months old at that point, dressed up as a Dalmatian. And her husband was one of the dog catchers. Uh, but then I had another friend who took it in a completely different direction. And she came dressed as a cat and had like an old school telephone. And her costume was cat calling. And I was like, oh, that's genius. Neat. Like it just so, cl- and I, I love a good pun costume. So that one was really fun just to see all the different directions that everybody went with the, the theme and how they applied it. So how, I think that the really cool thing about Halloween is, uh, I guess not really cool thing, but the nice thing about it is that in October, especially where we are, normally the weather is pretty nice where you can be outside, especially if, like you said, there's a bonfire. It's good. It's good bonfire weather, which really helps with, you know, social distancing and, and COVID worries of any kind um, because you can be outside in, in open air and stuff. Is there any other tips and tricks for people that are more safety conscious that you can think of? Yeah, I think, um, so I know the CDC has officially said they feel like it is safe for people to go trick-or-treating again this year. Um, okay. And I think I think it's so easy to, um, I mean, masks are just such a natural part of Halloween already and of historically been a huge part of Halloween not you know like the the ones we've all gotten used to wearing in the last what 18 months or so mm-hmm. um but I mean I I still think it's easy to you know if you're you're more comfortable being around people you don't know wearing a mask to work that into your costume there's so many I mean so many cute ones that you see now I'm sure you know if you're buying your costume um in kind of one of the big box stores they probably have some that coordinate I, I would be surprised if they don't at this point I'm trying to think of I've seen any this year um, but I, you know, I think just going that route, like coordinating a mask with your costume would be super easy too. Um, personally, I still kind of love the, I, I love the ingenuity we saw last year where people still wanted to make trick-or-treating happen for kiddos. Um, and so there was, there was a lot of really creative things. Lots of people were doing these like PVC pipe shoots yeah, um, across they their them. lawn. Yeah. I was going to say they have so one cool. for sale at, uh, one that like uh goes on like your stair banister your stair oh, rail. nice yeah like a decorated one with like spiders and pumpkins oh that's awesome yeah i i there's some of these ideas that i kind of hope stick around honestly that's one of them just because i think that's fun like how cool is it to stand like you know at the bottom of stairs and get you know treats shot down this pipe to you like that's so fun yeah if, um, I, just... if I had stairs at my place i would have bought that for sure it was a <laughs> If I got trick-or-treaters here, I do live on the second floor, so I totally would have done that, just like out of one of my living room windows, that would have been fun. Uh, but just, I mean, I loved, I, I just thought it was hysterical too, the hashtag that popped up last year about yeet the treats, 
which basically means to throw them if you don't know what that word means. Um, but I just, yeah, eat the trees. Battle. I thought that was so funny. We're not battle. I teach the youth. <laughs> I was going to say, you I, teach the youth. I used the word eat today and they told me that was an old person. I'm right. sure it is because I'm using it. So what do you have any uh, Halloween traditions that you do just like not necessarily to prep for a party, like just for you? Like yeah, just you always do. I so it's really funny. Um, I'll start with Halloween night, and then I can kind of talk a little bit about just general stuff too. But it's so interesting being somebody um, on the internet who loves Halloween and just like the assumptions that people make about you. And they're like, okay, so what do you do on Halloween? Thinking it's going to be like this huge, I don't know, like I throw this epic party every year. I just like, I don't know, I, I go all like do all these crazy things. And honestly, on Halloween night, I really like just being at home. I usually order pizza. I watch, you know, a scary movie. Um, and I always do a tarot reading for myself. I do past, present, future. Um, and just kind of like, I'm just very low, low key with Halloween itself. Uh, so that's kind of my like actual Halloween tradition that I do on the day. Um, just cause I don't know. I just kind of want to soak in the magic of Halloween too. I know that's probably going to sound cheesy, but it's, it's the only holiday as an adult that has kind of hung on to that magic that I always felt as a kid. And I really appreciate that. And I hope that I never lose that feeling. Um, so just kind of being quiet and, you know, not doing a ton during the day, just, I feel like lets me soak that in a little bit. Um, some of the other things that I do, I like, I, like I said, I like carving pumpkins. So I usually try to do that a couple of times throughout the season, uh, just cause I live in a, a warm, humid climate. And so, you know, my, my carved jack-o'-lanterns last two, three days before they start to mold and, all that good stuff and they have to get tossed. Um, and then of course, decorating is huge for me. I grew up in a family where we decorated for almost every holiday throughout the year. Um, and really Christmas and Halloween were the two that we went the biggest for. So I just, I don't know, I always had, I had that instilled in me from a young age. So I always enjoy decorating. So that's, that's definitely um, kind of a, I don't know, one of the, the milestones of my Halloween season is getting to decorate my apartment these days. That's why I asked because I didn't know if you did always do something big, huge. On Like, I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. But on actual Halloween, I do kind of similar to what you do. I might have, yeah. like, a glass of Halloween-y wine or two, depending on if I have to work the next day. <laughs> and uh, I always watch the Halloween tree and then I cry a lot. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I just watched that for the first time this past weekend with a friend. I know how terrible of me. That well, my new oh, tradition I last year is I go outside and I give things to the moon because I read <laughs> something from, you know, I don't believe in any of the, you know, Ooh. one year, one day a year. If a witch on the internet tells me I should go outside and give things to the moon. <laughs> I go outside and give things to the moon just because I think that's also just a nice little it's a nice gesture. Yeah, like a little self-care thing. Like I'll be like, yeah. here's all this stuff that's making me feel weird. Uh, there's two things that make me feel better. First, give it to the moon. Second, uh, Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> love so, that combination. So, Miranda, I love, love, love watching on social media as you go, like on your Instagram stories, you go and you like whenever Halloween starts, uh, Halloween merchandise starts rolling out in the stores. I love watching your like little finds that you get. What <laughs> has you. been some of your favorite stuff that you've gotten this year? Oh my God. Or ever, or ever, whatever. I, want, whatever. I have gone completely overboard on kitchen products this year. Um, I think it's partly because I uh, I put together my own Halloween magazine this year, which is really crazy. Um, but yes, really you were working fun. on that when we saw you. Yeah, uh, in Houston. I think I think I was talking about working on it when I saw you guys, and then I okay, so the thing. <laughs> we were trying. Um, I was trying to. I was trying to get thank you. Points, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it took a while to get there, but then once I did it, it, it got done in like record time. And yeah, I'm still amazed that I actually made it happen this year. Honestly. Uh, but just doing that, like it, you know, it sparked some ideas for next year. So kind of through the whole shopping season, I just had this mindset of, I should grab all these kitchen things that I could use for blog posts or for the magazine or this and that. And now I have like had to rearrange my kitchen cabinets because there's so much. Oh and gosh. I have a lot of really cool things that I'm excited about. Um, now I'm trying to think, I mean, I found some really kind of a, a strange find, uh, but at 
Kroger. So one of our grocery stores here, I don't know if you guys have Kroger too. We do. Kinda, they're Kroger. scattered oh. all over the country. Yeah, we got, we got Kroger. We got some awesome. Kroger's. They had um, these like little- like, oh, oh, we have Kroger. <laughs> you got the Kroger, okay, cool. Um, they have these little plates that are like, I don't know, maybe three inches wide at most. But I just, I always find that when I'm like taking pictures of things, my plates look huge. And I want them to look filled or like semi-filled or, you know, right. whatever. So I was so thrilled to find these little tiny plates because I think they're just going to be perfect for th- like, you know, just bites or like single, you know, for like an appetizer or something, just something fun. Um, so I don't know. And kind of the reverse angle of that too is, um, you know, going into these stores and finding these things that just seem so weird and it honestly was like one of the weirdest things that I saw this year, but I think it's kind of secretly my favorite find, but I wasn't going to buy it. Um, I was in a home goods and I just like turned and there is this light blue, like powder blue pumpkin with a crab on it. And I'm just like, my, I, my reaction was muttering WTF. Cause I was just like, <laughs> where did this come from? Who's your demographic for this? Why, why, why? Like, oh no. And then I well, looked up. Go ahead and answer that question. It's me. Oh, please. It's, it's you. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm the demographic. Whenever oh, you gosh. said there was something, but I thought it was too, like, I'm not going to buy it, but it's really weird. I was like, I bet I'll want to buy it. I bet whatever <laughs> she describes. And honestly, Jesse, I think that is like, that's a way better explanation that I want than what I got from Instagram. Cause the other thing was with this was I looked at the, the crab pumpkin and then I like looked to the side and looked up and looked down and there was more sea thing pumpkins but there was also a mermaid. And at that point I had also seen there were some surfing skeletons and those are, I was okay with, but it just seems so <laughs> weird. And so when I put it up on Instagram and was like, guys, what is this? It was a very split response. Some people loved it. Some people hated it, but like by and large, everybody said, you know, who buys this Midwest moms who have a beach bathroom. Yeah. Just oh want to go God. to the beach. And I was That's- like, yep. That's that'd be, that'd so be my accurate. mother. My mother. <laughs> that just sounds weird, but no, they're right. Yeah, that was, that yeah. was kind of my assumption, but I would still full stop by it. Like, yeah, yeah. She I saw that. Well, now uh, I know. So now, yeah. okay. So now I have to ask about the other thing, and I actually like again. My reaction to this was just who, what, why? Oh I gosh. Didn't understand um, <laughs> yoga skeletons? Like, I just want. I've I seen love- those. I've seen those. I don't know how you like, couldn't see those. They're on a lot of influencers. Like, I don't know what yoga skeleton is. <laughs> so it's a skeleton doing yoga poses. And it's yeah. really popular with like influencers. Like, mm-hmm. I, which is where I've seen it. Maybe like I'm wrong. Statue? Yes. Like a statue? Like a little figure? yeah, figurine. Yeah, like yeah, a little like figurine Chachis. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And they're just doing yoga. Target, I think, had some at one point. Um doing just like a namaste type like sit yeah they i mean they are everywhere they have been everywhere for several years now um and i that's just not, like that's not for jesse that's too no. woo for jesse <laughs> well uh, but i have seen it on a lot of like influencer they're probably cute case. they're probably cute they're not i, I mean I would just rather have a skeleton like riding a little bicycle or something. Yeah, it just and I, skeletons that are on like a little picnic date. That's yeah, that's a type of thing. Okay. Just I just like I I think about the marketing meeting that had to happen where somebody was like, you know what I think would sell really big skeletons doing yoga poses. Let's make that happen. And then they just took off, and I was like, okay, either people are buying these in mass. And so they just keep making more and more and more or the reverse is they're not selling any of these because people are just like, what, why? And so we just keep seeing the same, literally the same ones put back on shelves year after year, hoping maybe this is the year it catches on and somebody buys them. So it's just, it's a, it's kind of become a joke with my, my, uh, my readers now. And they'll, you know, when they find them out in stores, they'll take pictures and tag me and be like, oh, we found another one, found another one. But cause I just, it baffles me to no end. You okay, guys have so, solved a lot of problems for me this evening. Thank you. Now I know who Jesse and Halloween. <laughs> I don't. I think that sometimes people do stuff like that, like hoping it'll go viral, because the stupidest products go viral. And I've been guilty of buying this stuff myself. You know, it's like those when somebody on TikTok decided that those Target candles smelled like boys. Oh, listen. Then, 
you couldn't get the Target candle anymore. Like it was just a regular Target candle. Like, the amber and leather one smelled really good. Okay, and supposedly good. like Kylo Ren. So they all smelled good. That was my problem. Like I liked buying those candles. And then someone on TikTok decided, oh, well, the candle you like is Jamie Fraser, and now you never get it again. Goodbye. <laughs> that's like, you know, I think they make stuff now, like hoping that it'll become a trend and they'll make, you know, 15 billion cocaines. Okay. That's how, that's how uh, marketing people are paid. Oh, that's of- not how I get paid. <laughs> Am I doing it wrong? I think you might be doing it wrong. So I thought of, uh, while you were talking, you mentioned your magazine and I kind of want you to talk about that a little bit, uh, sure. because I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing this blogging thing, this Halloween blog for about six years now. And, uh, I guess it was about two years ago, I decided to start taking some of my content and putting it into a digital like magazine, basically. I was calling them zines, but they're not kind of like the zines you would think of from the 90s where it's all hand done, like stuff drawn and things pasted together and then Xeroxed. Um, it definitely looks like a miniature magazine because my background is in journal- print journalism specifically, but journalism. Um, so I started doing that and they were very well received. So I decided, okay, maybe let's take the next step and let's print some and see if people like are interested in buying them. And those did pretty well for about a year and a half. So I was like, okay, so the next step is doing a full-size Halloween magazine because yes, they exist, uh, but I know everybody's favorite for a long time was the Martha Stewart one, just because it was, I mean, so beautiful and so well done. And she stopped doing that. I don't know how many years ago. Um, so I, I, not that I'm trying to emulate or be Martha Stewart because I could never touch kind of the level that she's at, but it just, I, I kind of saw the need for somebody to step in and do a Halloween magazine. So I decided, Hey, why not me? Cause I have the skills to do it. So I created a 24 page full-size Halloween magazine this year. And I am on the verge of selling a thousand copies of it, which feels absolutely surreal. My goal was 250 and I've almost quadrupled that. So I guess people also wanted a Halloween magazine. I just didn't realize that many would. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's super affordable, so everybody should go buy it. Yeah, just say, saying. Tell people, tell people where about it. Uh, so <laughs> your Instagram, you have like a, um, it's a story that's saved, so it's called a highlight, right? Yeah, so in and my highlights magazine. Yep, in my highlights on my Instagram, I have my magazine. It's a spooky little Halloween on Instagram. Um, you can check out the magazine highlight. You can honestly just pop over to SpookyLittleHalloween.com. There's a box right on the homepage um, that says shop and you can click over um, and buy that. And then I'm also going to sell, I'll do a a haunted holidays um, zine. So the half size magazine, kind of the smaller one that I've been doing, um, but I'll have one of those coming out relatively soon to get out to everybody for the holiday season. And then we're going to do a whole kind of new round of these next year um, and Halloweenify all the holidays next season um, and have a subscription with it. So if you know that you want all of them through the year in 2022, you can grab a subscription early on. Um, Otherwise, you know, they'll all be available for, I think I'm going to do Halloween, spring, summer. We'll do the full-size Halloween magazine again um, and probably another, another haunted holidays one at the end of the year. Yeah, I bought mine. So everybody should go buy them. Uh, I I'm super excited about it. So thank you. Um, okay. Yeah. Go ahead and jump into what we're, Oh, I was going to say, this is just a little opportunity for, I guess I'll brag on Miranda. So you were also on the cover of like a, or in a Houston magazine. Oh yeah. Yes, I was. Um, so one of our local publications, uh, they publish quarterly, it's called Houstonia magazine. And it is an absolutely gorgeous publication. Um, I was a little shocked when they, they came calling and asked, hey, can we do a feature on you? Because I've contributed to one or two articles with them over the years. Uh, but that was really exciting. I'm featured in their fall issue. Uh, and it is only, the print version is only available in Houston, uh, but you can read it online as well. So I think it's Houstonia.com or Houstonia Magazine. So Houston with an IA on the end magazine. Very cool. Yeah, I remember seeing that. I'm glad Jesse mentioned that because that was, I was like, oh, that's so exciting. I've been waiting. They did a really fantastic job. 
good transition. Yeah, I looked, I uh, read it on the computer. You know, that's something I can do, old country dad. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, it looked real sharp. Thank you. Um, okay, Miranda, tell us all your remaining tips on how to make 2021 Halloween the best possible. I mean, I think just, you know, find a way to celebrate it that feels good to you. That's the beauty of Halloween. There is no wrong way to Halloween. I think it's one of the few holidays that we have where there's not, I mean, there are some set traditions like carving a pumpkin, going trick-or-treating, but you can kind of make it your own and do whatever you want with it. So, you know, if you have a tradition, maybe that you love doing every year and it's something that's, you know, easy to do in our current, you know, in our current climate, go for it. You know, don't be afraid to set some new traditions or just try something new too. Again, I think Halloween is one of the few holidays where, you know, it, it kind of welcomes that and, you know, there's, there's fun things that you can do. Um, trying to think back to all the tips I gave before, I think one of the things I wanted to share that I didn't mention yet, because um, my brain goes a mile a minute when I'm thinking Halloween, uh, is, you know, if you're not, maybe if you're not comfortable going out trick-or-treating, have a, having a party, kind of doing all those traditional things, one of the things that I have been wanting to do is called a pumpkin walk, and so basically you go through your neighborhood, I would maybe do it like in the I don't know, three, four, five days leading up to Halloween, uh, but you go on a pumpkin walk and count how many pumpkins you find in your neighborhood during your walk. And I think you could take, you know, take that to mean whatever you want, whether it's inflatable decorations, actual pumpkins, that kind of stuff, or you could, you know, turn it on its head and maybe you count skeletons or maybe you count witches or, you know, something fun. And I think, you know, it's kind of fun for you as you're walking just, you know, by yourself, but definitely something fun to do with kiddos in tow as well. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that, and then the only other thing I can think of, and I, I feel like you guys would appreciate this because it involves costume cosplay dressing up. Um, you know, if you, you decide trick-or-treating is just not your thing again this year, and I think that's totally fair, especially because it's on a Sunday, we all have to get up Monday and go back to life, um, so you don't want to be up super late. Maybe have a costume dinner at home, and you could, you know, maybe come up with a theme for it so everybody is dressed in similar costumes, maybe you pick a movie or, you know, witches or, you know, some just something simple, have everybody in your family or, you know, your roommates dress up in a costume theme your meal around that too and just kind of make it a a fun night to you know celebrate Halloween enjoy some good food and just hang out with people that you love oh that's such a good idea I love that okay yeah. so I have that can I ask you guys a question about Halloween yeah yes <laughs> this is something that I've been asking a lot of friends because it, it was not part of my Halloween growing up but it kind of seems especially because you're in the Midwest it seems like it was a very Midwestern thing did you guys eat chili on Halloween? Was that like a thing for you growing No, no. Okay. Uh, I don't know that okay. we had a specific, I think we normally got McDonald's. I was going to say, I feel like we always went through like the drive-thru at McDonald's while we were out trick-or-treating. Because oh, they have the trick-or-treat bucket. That yes. Yeah. Used to come around. I, I'm almost point. positive that we got mcdonald's every yeah Halloween. and then as like we got out. and then as we got older we just ate the candy as we were out I feel <laughs> like. by the time we were friends we we're i i don't think i trick-or-treated anymore really maybe you and i just kind of like walked around with friends yeah we and... go to like our friends or like your grandma's house because she always made popcorn balls yeah oh, uh, so we go eat your grandma's popcorn balls for dinner and I... like lunch meat or whatever was there just eat what yeah. was there yeah. uh yeah, we yeah just, no, we don't have like a traditional, like I said, weenie roasts are pretty traditional around here in the Midwest, but I think that's pretty much everywhere you know, in the whole. Uh, what, this is a question for, uh, I just had this discussion with a couple of my friends. This is a question for you as Midwesterners to Texas. What do you eat with chili soup, Miranda? <laughs> what? I, uh, me, I need to answer this as properly as possible so I don't get kicked out slash do I care if I get kicked out? <laughs> Texas um, or the podcast? I need to verify. Um, maybe both. I don't know. I just <laughs> depends on how I answer. Texas um, takes their chili a little more seriously than we do. That's in true. Our yes. My, my state is a little, like there's things to do and do not put in your chili. And I don't know that I agree with the rest of Texas on that. Um, I honestly... I don't know if I'm gonna like I kind of go the Frito pie route and so if I'm gonna put something in my chili besides like cheese and maybe a little bit of sour cream because I'm just not big on sour cream in general like it's probably gonna be some Fritos to like soup it up scoop it up 
Um, but yeah, I don't know that the rest of my state, I don't know that I answered that properly being an actual Texan. So, oh, well. <laughs> See, uh, Jesse. Well, here, peanut butter sandwich. It's peanut butter it, sandwich. We do, we... I do crackers, cheese, and peanut butter sandwich. Okay. Oh, I don't put a peanut butter sandwich and cheese. No, 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 no. I put cheese and crackers in the chili. And I know, then but then the peanut, peanut butter, butter sandwich touches the cheese. No, you eat it separately. I don't dip. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking dumb. <laughs> This I is a new one for me. Uh, see, which, that's which one? The, the peanut, peanut butter, butter sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, okay, so that's right. a pretty common thing in our neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about it, like pe- someone thinking it was weird. And one of my friends was like, well, I think that may just be like an uh, like around here thing. Because there's a couple small towns close to our hometown that dunk a cinnamon roll in chili. Yep. I was going to say, I was going to ask if you guys have seen that, because that's something that I've seen. And just like in the last couple of years, like since I started my my blog, honestly, that, yeah. So that's just. Uh, Man, this has been chili corner, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. What are your plans for this year? If you don't mind telling us, if you don't want to be super specific, that's cool too. So there's still a little bit up in the air right now. Um, I was invited to a friend's Halloween party um, earlier this year. But it's halfway across the country. So I'm thinking about going to that, um, especially because it's a Tim Burton theme and I have Tim Burton themed costumes slash I have one that I've really wanted to put together for a couple of years. Um, so I don't know. We'll see if that happens. Um, but I don't do that. I have another set of friends where I was thinking about going and hanging out with them for the weekend um, just because they're some of my, my favorite people, my favorite Halloween friends. Or I may just stay home and maybe I'll, you know, steal my niece and nephew and go trick-or-treating with them I don't know there's there's some options so still all up in the air we'll we'll see where I land by Halloween weekend you so you don't know for sure what you're going to dress up as then um I hmm, no (laughs) I have one for sure that I'm doing for the blog and I guess I could I I can spill that here I'll share so um I I redid my logo on my blog this year and it's this adorable little ghost that has glasses and a little gap tooth friend just like I have in real life so I am for the blog I'm going to dress up as my ghost cute my little my glasses and my little pumpkin pail and my sheet because I thought that'd be really fun um so that one will be nice and simple and just kind of a fun thing for my readers um and then if I end up going to the Tim Burton party um I have a really beautiful female Jack Skellington dress costume actually it's a skirt and like a jacket that my mom uh made for me because she's she's fantastic uh with the sewing machine um I wish I had half her skill because I might actually be able to make my own costumes um, so I may dig that out of my storage unit and make sure that it still fits. And that's an option. Otherwise, I, I mean, I can pull Lydia Dietz and all her black out of my closet in a heartbeat because I just, I am Lydia Dietz <laughs> most days with how I dress. Um, but I would really love to do a cartoon version of Lydia Dietz as well. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like if I decide to take on making a costume, that's what I'm going to end up doing. Listen, I don't want to alarm you guys, but we have a pretty cool surprise guest. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sheila, what are you dressing up like for Halloween this year? Uh, I think I'm going to wear Agatha Harkness. Uh, yeah, so I, I still need to do a makeup test, um, fix the wig a bit, and then repaint a second pair of gloves because the first ones were a disaster. But that's all little stuff. Yeah. Listen, I have no idea yet, so I think you're a step ahead. Yeah, I'm going to a house party where we're going to be passing out candy, um, because, like, in my townhome community, there's two children, and they're too small to know anything, so we always, like, go over here. (laughs) Fun, fun. Uh, Jesse, do you know what you're doing yet? Uh, For actual Halloween? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean... Just with your life in general, you know. That absolutely not. No. <laughs> Does anybody know? No. Uh, I don't know. I like usually I just wear like a witch hat and like Halloweeny stuff. I don't. Yeah. Like, she, don't do you I ever, do. as a cosplayer, take Halloween like a little less seriously, costume wise, or do you um, just still go all out? Uh, maybe yes and no. So because of the crowd that I'm with on Halloween and knowing that they don't, they don't go to Dragon Con or well, a couple of them have, but we also go to Comic Palooza. 
but like kids don't care if they're trick-or-treating or if we go to a party or we also have this thing at the Houston Museum of Natural Science which is I think it's called Spirits and Skeletons I would definitely like that, wear yeah. something super cosplay-ish because nobody's going to get it or nobody's going to appreciate and the guy that shows up in the t-rex i'm not saying that that's been me before (laughs) (laughs) or like the guy that shows up in where's waldo um they are gonna get the most attention or hey can i get a picture with you like it's it's different from a con scene so yeah i don't really take it as seriously and because i'm not super in love with my agatha harkness costume this year um it looks amazing you're being so hard on yourself not that that's not normal and not there, that we don't all do it, but it looks yeah. so stinking good. <laughs> There's been some problems, but uh, also my friend Sarah, whose house we're going to for Halloween and to pass out candy, she's ordered the the Wanda version from the right. lab. Oh, so awesome. since she did that, I was like, okay, screw it. I'm going to wear my Agatha because I don't know where the hell else I had planned to walk, you know, to wear it. So wherever but you want. Yeah, I don't, I don't go all out for Halloween. Um, I had a party once a couple of years ago. I think Miranda was there and I don't, was I, was I one of the, the, the weird sisters that night? Did you do that one? No, I don't remember what you, what you dressed up as. I, I think it was because I wore it to work and of course nobody got it. No, no. Yeah. That's the beauty of those <laughs> costumes too. Those are kind of my favorite ones yeah. where it's like, am I dressed up or am I just me every day? Me as Lydia Deeds. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that outfit. Yeah, I am either going to go do my uh, red dress Sabrina that I just finished a couple weeks ago, or just like like black dress, witch hat. You know, that's that's my plan. But you know, uh, Sheila. So earlier in the episode, uh, Miranda joined us for ask you a question. Uh, We touched on favorite witch movie. Uh, we okay. had the, we had the, you know, we, we discussed your answers, um, and your question and how that kind of came to be. And then Jesse's just adamant disapproval of the movie Practical Magic. Yes. You know what? I've been Miranda. waiting for a very scathing email and I'm quite disappointed that, that Jesse has not emailed me and like chewed my uh, shit out. I had, I had very little positive to say about the film i'm so sorry i broke your trust please Uh, forgive me (laughs) but it was gosh when they started playing that wonky tonky (laughs) instrumental at that point i looked over to page and i said what does this movie have on rotten tomatoes (laughs) (laughs) and i said no 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 okay well thank you sheila for thanks for having me and visiting go enjoy your party have fun thank you i hurt all of your faces (laughs) (laughs) okay well miranda thank you so much for being on with us we really appreciate it and we love talking to you as always even if jesse you know offended you in the first five minutes we still really appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's true unless we don't know something about miranda yeah, no, I think I mean I think she swayed me on the Jimmy Sh- the vampire thing. So yeah. I like that you used the term slayed for that particular phrase. You are welcome back anytime you want to come talk all things spooky with us. Thank you guys so much. This was a blast and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Uh, okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to the episode today. We always love talking to Miranda. I think as long as this podcast is a thing, we will try to have her on for our Halloween episode. Um, so if you've not listened before, you don't know who Miranda is, go check her out. Uh, she is Spooky Little Halloween on Instagram. And uh, she also has a blog, Spooky Little Halloween. Uh, she is just, that's that's your go-to for anything uh, Halloween or spooky based. Um, and we just adore her. Um, so you can follow along with her or you can follow along with us. We are on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. We're also over on Twitter at Cosplay Pod, or you can send us some stuff over on the good old email where Jesse hangs out. Yes, you can. Uh, you can send me emails there of weird fish pics, interesting plants and mushrooms, interesting science facts, 
Uh, also, what should I be for Halloween? That would be not too difficult to wear to work and in the lab. All options are welcome because this will come out, I think, before the Wednesday before Halloween. So yeah, you can also send us, what are you doing for Halloween? If you have, or any cool costumes that you're making and you want us to pop up on the old memes that you think we'll like. We've been posting a lot of memes lately. So. Uh, what else can they send to the email? Um, cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes. Um, interesting spirits or wines that we should try to make a cocktail with. I think that yeah. would be cool. That's um, a good idea. Yeah, I just thought of it. I was thinking about that spicy honey wine, like how we just kind of happened upon it. Corrections. Again, if we said something that wasn't correct correct us please that's it uh where can they send that to our email address cosplayingcocktailspot at gmail.com that's gmail.com um okay are we done oh yeah oh yeah, yeah man okay bye, bye.